Hello everybody, today's episode is going to be a switch up. We're going to be talking about the first match week of the Premier League, finally. It's back, and thank god it is, because I would have gone crazy had it not returned. So, um, today's episode is going to be a breakdown of every single match. We're going to look at the goals scored and uh, the important fact within every single match. And... With that, we're also I'm also gonna talk about um, individually if I think the team's gonna improve or not based on each match uh, match day. So first we have Brentford against Arsenal. Um, Brentford were very brave in this attempt. Arsenal didn't have such a good lineup, so their backs were against the wall. I mean, I'm not gonna say they had a weak lineup. Um, uh, Berlino was playing, Kieran Tierney was playing, Ben White, uh, um, they had Murray playing, uh, Smith Rowe, Pepe, Guayajaka, um, Martinelli, and that's pretty much it. They also had Bellerin on the bench, Holding, uh, Suarez, Bukarisaka, uh, Maitland Niles, who's pretty good, but I don't know why they didn't play him, Rhys Nelson, and Mohamed Denani. But as for the other side, I'm gonna say it like um, Brentford's team wasn't that great. They had only good good players like uh, Pontus Janssen, who was pretty decent, uh, Christian Orgard, uh, Sergi Canos, Ivan Tony, and that's it. I think Brentford are gonna have a tough season because most teams aren't like Arsenal, and most teams are gonna fight. And you're in the Premier League, and it's very difficult for you to compete. It's such a difficult league. Um, I think Arsenal are going to have a very mid-table, mediocrity-filled season. Uh, they haven't; they're not in many uh, tournaments, so they're not going to do much. Then you have Manchester United against Leeds, as Manu beat them five to one. Um, the only Leeds goal being by Luke Ayling, assisted by Stuart Dallas. Um, Bruno Fernandes got himself a hat-trick, which was great to see, because he was very well-deserved. And um, Pogba got himself four goals, by four assists, yeah. Uh, Mason Greenwood got himself a goal, and Fred got himself a goal as well. So, of course, team-wise, uh, we don't want to talk about Manchester United team. Their team was pretty fantastic. Uh, we did see the introduction of Jadon Sancho. And the revealing of um, Rafael Varane as their new striker. Or actually, God, as a new center back. I don't know why it's striker. He's not even forward. Um, these were fine. I don't think they got any additions to their team. I think, I think only Junior Firpo. And that was it. But they clearly need to strengthen something within their team. I don't know what it is. I'm going to say Leeds are going to have... Mediocre season, Manu, Manu are gonna top half the table, but they're not gonna do that well. I don't think they're gonna do that well. I think um, for Veran and Sancho, this season might be okay. My next season is gonna be much better. Um, I'm expecting a quick turnaround for sure, because we definitely know how difficult it's gonna be for them, but that's pretty much it. Now we have Burnley against Brighton. Burnley were doing very well. They scored in the second minute. They could have made it like they could have beaten them by three goals to two, but they lost two goals to one. Um, Brighton's goals came from Neil Mopay and uh, Alexis McAllister. 
Um, um, of course, Brighton have a very good goalie and Robert Sanchez. Nick Pope is good for Burnley as well, but I'd put Sanchez a bit ahead from last season. Um, Burnley have a few good defenders in Ben Mee and, and, and James Tarkovsky, but I think they need to strengthen in midfield and defense because they don't have that many options, to be honest. I mean, they good options. Uh, their bench is players like Eric Peters, Wayne Hennessy, but he's not going to play that much. Um, Josh Brownhill, Ashley Barnes, Matej Riedra. On the other side, we have, um, what's his name? Um, Brighton has uh, Alexis McAllister, Alan Bellana, who's going to retire soon. Um, Moises Caicedo, and that's pretty much it. They do have a fine team, like uh, players like uh, Yves Besuma, Leandro Trossard, um, Mwepu. Solid March and Neil Mope, but it's a very weak team, definitely weaker. So I think Burnley might get relegated. I think it's either Burnley or Brighton to get relegated. I don't know who yet because it's very tight to decide now. Uh, Chelsea beat um, Crystal Palace three zero, which is pretty expected. First, uh, um, first season for I forgot the name of the manager for Crystal Palace. Um, yeah, I actually. Um, Patrick Vieira so of course Chelsea's team we're not going to talk about that because you know you know how good the team they have um, but we're going to talk about the young player they have and uh, Trevor Chaloba who scored his first goal um, in his Premier League debut and did very well for himself really, really well done um, apparently Lukaku is going to play next week and Tammy Abraham is going to get sold so I don't know I don't know why I guess um, I don't know why Crystal Palace hasn't decided to play Nathaniel Klein is a very good player he was good for us at least uh, Benteke is not a good striker as well but he's very on and off um, also have Joachim Anderson um, Zaha is really good um, MacArthur is great uh, Ayu and Schlupp are great but they need some significant strength going forward for sure I think Chelsea are going to get uh top three or two depending on what happens and I think what's his name the other teams can find it a bit more difficult I think yeah, I think Crystal Palace might be in the mid-table mediocrity unless they make a few big transfers and get some money in so Everton beats Southampton three goals to one expected of course so goals were scored by Richarlison um, Decore and Calvert Lewin, and it was a good performance from them from Everton. But I don't really expect much from them. Their team is mediocre at best, and they think they can achieve success with by spending money on players. It's not gonna work like that. You need a foundation, and they don't have a foundation. They're still building on it. Their bench is okay, but they don't have that many great players on the bench either. So Southampton are good. They've got Adam Armstrong, uh, Adam Armstrong for Danny Ings, who went to Aston Villa, we're going to talk about them, I think, soon, um, Ward Prowse is a good player for them, fantastic player, Jeanette was great as well, um, Theo Lockhart is fine, their defense is terrible, because I don't know any of them, except for Valentino Diavamento and Jack Stevens, but I think it's okay, um, I think Southampton are going to find some difficulties unless they get another striker ahead. And Everton are going to be in the tip of mediocrity as well. No Europe for them. Uh, Leicester City and Wolves. 
I think Leicester City are gonna get um, Europa League, maybe Champions League positions. I guess we're gonna see with this with this team what they can do with that. Um, I know they have yeah they they signed Yannick Vestergaard and Patsendaka. Um, Patsendaka is still young. He still has time to to improve and and do well. On the other side, we have Wolves, who are very uh, off team. I don't understand most of the thinking from Wolves. Like, they have really good players, uh, like Raul Jimenez, Trincao, Traore. I mean, practically their whole team is fantastic, as well as uh, Leicester. So, Wolves are going to find some difficulty, Leicester less so, because they have a much better team and squad, to be honest. Um, finally, I, yeah, so this is like one of the, one of the last games of the fight of the Saturday game day, um, which was saw Watford thrash Aston Villa three goals to two and it was more of a thrashing than a beating because they completely because I think they were winning like 3-0 by the 60th minute ish um they have good players in uh, um Esmeralda Lassar uh, Emmanuel Dennis um Tom Cleverly um Cabasele uh, Cathcart and I enjoy their goalie, their assistant at least. Uh, ben Foster, Daniel Rose is there is great. Troy Dean is fantastic. Dan Gosling is great. And Coach Hernandez is fantastic as well. On the other side, we do have another really good team. In um, Aston Villa, they did sign uh, Bondia as well as Ashley Young. And Daniel Ings as well. So we definitely know the standard at which they can play. Um, they got Leon Bailey, Bertrand Traore, Wesley. Um, they're a very iffy team. They can achieve success if they if they want to go for it. I think they had the higher chance. Watford might get relegated, depending on how well they do this season, of course. So finally, last day of the last match of the um, of that match day of the Friday, God, the Saturday match day is uh, Norwich against Liverpool, and uh, this was. I wouldn't say tricky going in because having fans in the city definitely makes it difficult for teams who are playing away. So um, Norwich lost 3-0 to Liverpool, which is great because it was the introduction of Van Dijk once again. He did pretty well, made a couple of mistakes, but I think that's, that's really expected from a player of his talent and his popularity. Um, I think Keita and Chamberlain were a bit weaker, but I understand the difficulty of going from preseason to to season gameplay uh, Jota also played which is fantastic once again uh, Konete did not get any minutes which is okay because he wanted to see Van Dijk get a full run in uh, Firmino came in and Elliot came in as well I think Elliot's going to have a pretty good season so far I mean I don't know yet because he hasn't done anything but I guess we're going to see what's going to happen from him um, Norris Norris have a really good team um, Max Aarons was great Ben Gibson was fantastic Tim Krul was good once again uh, Lucas Rupp was great. Billy Gilmore was fantastic, to be honest. Um, Todd Cantwell uh, was alright. Tim Pukki was good once again. And um, there was um, Angus Gunn, who was okay, fine. Um, they also have Josh Sargent and Adam Ida. But, yeah, I think Norwich might get relegated, depending on how well they do this season, if they can get enough goals or points to... to Safety, I guess I can do it for sure. I guess we're gonna see about that one, and definitely, uh, Liverpool. I think I think there might be a dark horse to win the league because 
when we when we ended up winning the league, we didn't make any adjustments of that that grand value. I, I, we did in goalie, and that wouldn't have really changed much. Um, uh, we got Adrian that season, and we ended up winning things the most part of him. Um, but we didn't really get any other first team players. It was thanks to that addition that we were able to strengthen ourselves fully. And also, it's because it gives players opportunity to work hard for their success, and that's something that they definitely need to do for sure. Um, then we have Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle lost two four to West Ham. They were ahead twice, the fifth minute and the fortieth minute as well. Um, Newcastle have a good team. They, I think, they got Joe Willick, who was really good for them last season, essential player for them. Um, Joelinton came in, couldn't do much. Ryan Fraser was decent, um, slower player, not that good. Jamal Lewis is fine. Um, Callum Wilson is okay. Um, John Harris is alright. I mean, they have a mediocre team at best. West Ham are definitely improving for sure. Um, they have Ariola, but I don't know why he isn't playing because he's much better than Fabianski in my opinion. So I think Newcastle and West Ham are fine. I think Newcastle might get relegated. We're going to see about that one for sure. Then I was finally have Spurs against Man City. This was the match that angered me for one reason. Um, why was Harry Kane not playing? He didn't seem injured. He seemed fine. So why was he not at least on the bench? Um, so Tanganga was the player of the match for me at least. Son was fine. But Tanganga was definitely much better. And uh, Dyer was great. Uh was good once again. Uh Hoyberg was great. Ali was fantastic. Skip was good. Um Song Hyung Min was fantastic. Bergwine was okay, could have made it two. Lucas Morrow was, was really good. And their bench definitely improved. They got Golini, uh, Romero, and Brian Gill. And depending on whether or not they're gonna be getting another player soon, because I guess we're gonna see that part as well for sure. So they also, Man City mainly got Jack Grealish as their only addition. Nathan Ake is not a good defender. I don't know why he wasn't, why, why he was playing. They could have played the port instead. That I mean, they made much, much, much more sense. Or John Stones. But Man City might come out the first or second. Tottenham are definitely going to get to Europa League either by winning the competition or something else. And now, actually, I don't know how it's going to work out. Because originally they had the Super Cup for people who won the Europa League and the Champions League. But since there isn't, since there's a new competition, I don't know how that's going to work out. Well, um, tomorrow's episode is going to be another one. It's going to be another music-based one. We're going to talk about Dave's album that came out in 2021 called We're All Alone in This Together. So that's been it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. See you guys in the next one. Peace. <laughs>